0: Hi guys, this is Kelly, and this is not an episode of Sunday School. This is actually a recording of a Zoom call that I just led for the full moon. And so if you're looking for a Sunday School or an interview or something like that, you can just shut this off and not even bother with it. Um, However, I was inspired to lead a full moon uh, candle magic meditation in class. And as I was preparing for it, it became very evident to me that we needed to do some energy work today on the super moon as a collective. And so what I did was I shifted gears. So the first part of this, you're going to be listening in on a Zoom call that I did just to talk about a general full moon meditation and and ritual and how to do it. And then we quickly go into the energy session. So this is I go into it. This is real work. This is energy work. If you decide to move forward and join in this energy right now, you might get some physical symptoms. You might have some vivid dreams and, and some detox symptoms because this is massive. And I go into it into the in the conversation. This might not sound super professional or polished. I am just pulling this together, not sending it to our editor because I want to get this out as soon as possible. So as many people can participate with this as possible. As, as they would like. Um, we maxed out at a hundred people on the Zoom call. It never even occurred to me that there would be that many people, but here we are. And so uh, I would like to share this information with you. Just be patient on, you know, with how it sounds and the quality. All right, bye. So I thought what we were gonna do was pretty standard full moon ritual and meditation. And I will give you all the components and I'll talk you through to how to do that. And if that's what you would like to do, I'm going to leave, you're going to leave here and you can pop off and you can do what I had planned. However, this afternoon I sat down to do this and I got a very clear vision of what we're really supposed to be doing tonight, which is different, but it is very powerful. Pretty much no one else on the planet would be doing it, has ever heard of it. Um, And I am so certain but that that's what the real reason why I felt called to like pull this group together. So if you came for the full moon ritual and meditation, I'm going to teach it on the front side of this, but we're not going to sit and do it together. You can pop off of this call and you can do that, or you can say, take notes and you can do it at a later date. But I have to tell you, if you're going to stay on the call, you have to check in with your higher self, check in with your gut to say whether you need to be on this call or not, because it is not a guided meditation, although it might feel like that. It's going to be actually a facilitation. So this is, and I can, I'll go more into the second phase of this when we get closer to it, but this is allowing me and the group energy that we've established here today to actually work in your energy field to do transformational, transmutational work. And with the modality that I use, there is a necessary permission that needs to be granted for each of you guys to proceed with that kind of work. And the reason why is that you'll be transmuting this through your physical body. And sometimes, um, especially with the big energy that came up that we're going to be working on today, it could take up to 10 nights of sleep to fully integrate and during that time, sometimes you'll get weird dreams. Sometimes people get diarrhea. Sometimes people have like headaches. It's it's sort of like the energetic detox symptoms that you guys may have experienced before. But if you're going to stay, I just want you to, I just want to be upfront with there's going to be some work afterwards. You probably might take a salt bath to really kind of get yourself right. And so if that's not for you, there's no judgment, but I do on the front end. It's the difference between a meditation is like guiding you through something that's you on you versus a facilitation, which is where we're going to be doing energy work tonight. Does that make sense? The difference. And so I know I promised one thing, but I got to say, I am so, i I so know that like even if one person stays on the call and that's what we wind up doing, it's, it's like what has to happen. So that's not okay with you guys. For the most part, I can only see a few at a time. Okay. So. I'm going to kind of just go through the full moon meditation, um, but we're not going to do it. But I'm going to send you through the process and how you would do it alone. If you have the Modern Mystic Shop full moon candle, what we do is actually put, oh my gosh, there's 100 people here. I knew it. Okay, I told Brandon, I was like, there's going to be a shitload of people on here tonight. Okay, so with the full moon ritual candle, we provide all the components in one sort of thing so that you don't have to do anything. However, someone is not muted. If you guys, because I'm running this by myself and there's a lot of y'all, if you can see on the bottom left that you're not muted, get you muted. Um, Okay, so there are gonna be a few components that you will need if you don't have the candle. It's no problem. You need a candle. It can be a spell candle like this. It could be a modern mystic, this is like my clearing candle, preferably a candle that hasn't been used, but if it's been used, we're going to go for it. Um, you're going to need something to light your candle with when you do the ritual. And then if you don't have the sigil, so in the Modern Mystic candle, we put the sigil on a sticker. People think it's decorative. It's actually magical. Um, so we have this sigil. So if you don't have this sigil, I can direct you to Instagram, modernmysticshop.com. I'm sorry. <laughs> instagram.com slash modern mystic underscore shop you can put a piece of paper and trace it or you can hold it up to your computer screen and trace it it can just be this small thing we use sigils so our book's coming out actually in um september and it's a spell book there's 25 spells in there and there's a lot of sigils so what a sigil is is a symbol that can actually take something that is very vast or something that you can't even perceive with your physical senses, and it create and it's a symbol that creates it something tangible that you can work with. So this is this one sigil that represents the energy of the full moon. And so we use this to sort of ground the energy in the ritual. We use the candle um, for many, many reasons, but a great purpose and why I love to use the candle in ritual and meditation is that you can actually Put yourself into a state of self hypnosis, and when you do that, it actually jumps your conscious mind into the subconscious and unconscious, where you can actually start to repattern and retrain your brain um, to do whatever it is that the intention is for the ritual. I you can use a full moon for many things. I have had my most successful ritual and spell work during the full moon. I know people are super into the new moon. New moon is great, but I'm like a full moon woman. So I've gotten such incredible results from full moon rituals. But this specific ritual I had intended for us to use for release. So if you imagine, like if you can just visualize the moon and it's in her fullness right now, You can sort of offer up and release and absorb into the moon whatever it is that you're looking to remove from your life or clear from your life, and she can sort of absorb it for you and transmute it and relieve you from it. And before this afternoon when I was doing, um, pulling some cards to see what we need to work on, I pulled, for the tarot readers in the group, I pulled the Six of Cups, the Ace of Swords, and the Five of Pentacles and it came to me very quickly we need to be releasing our nostalgia from the past our emotional attachments to the way things were because for whatever reason i'm not sure what's on the other side of this but it's going to be significantly different that with the ace of swords it felt like to me that we need to be okay with not knowing the truth or not knowing what what's going on um I'm not going to get into conspiracy theories or theories at all, but there's what we're told that's happening, and then there's what's actually happening, and I don't know that any of us will ever know what's actually happening. And so, just there's a sense of relief to release the need to know. Next, I would say with the Five of Pentacles, it's very—I mean, it's a pretty straightforward card. It's—it talks about like the grief and loss of our physical health, physical well-being, money all of these sorts of things. And so what we really um, are working towards releasing is this fear around our security, which is a huge ask at this time when we're in flux. But all of these things that we're working towards releasing, it doesn't mean, you know, not to be smart or to take the proper steps to make sure you're taken care of, but it means the energy of fear and obsession and that frequency of that everyone's freaking out, it's releasing that to the full moon, if that makes sense. So if you're going to do this full moon ritual at any time, um, you don't have to just do it tonight. Um, if you want to do it for the next full moon, the first step after you gather your supplies, you've got your sigil, etc., is to um, I believe I love to do spell work, um, and most of our book has had spells where you are transmuting something. So that means you're, there's a, there's a sense of alchemy where you're calling up the one thing and then you're transmuting it and transforming it into its opposite. So, um, what, what I would do is hold the candle in your hand, or if you have a spell candle, you would hold it in your hand and you would take a few moments to viscerally, physically feel all of the fears and all of the things that you want to release. Get into how it feels to be afraid that you're not going to get a paycheck for six months, that you're going to get sick. Like we need to make space for the real feelings that are swarming around many of us at these times. What you're going to do is you're going to sort of infuse those feelings into the candle and you're going to use this candle as a representation of them burning away. That's how we're going to burn and transmute and and release it. As you, when you get to a place where you, now you've got to feel this as real as you can, because as much as you can sort of generate in your physical body, that the, and the more you really go there, the, the more the opposite's going to happen. The more you're going to get to the polarity side and have the elevation and the release that you're looking for. So when you have your, then you have your candle and you're programming it and you're sitting in those feelings and you're marinating in it. Then you take some sort of carving tool. It can be as simple as a pen. It can be a paper clip. Whatever. If you have like a modernistic candle or candle with glass, you're going to carve those words into the top, as many words as you can fit into the candle. If you have a spell candle like this, you're just going to write as many words as you can fit. So fear, anxiety, lack, chaos, like anything that you have sort of felt in your physical body during this exercise you're gonna carve it into the, into the candle. So it's gonna be infused into the candle. So then you're going to sit the candle down somewhere where you can see it in your line, line of sight, and then you're gonna place, so if you want one of these candles, my trick is uh, you can put on tin foil or a plate, you would burn a candle, put a drip of wax, and you can stick it right like that and it'll stand up. You're gonna want your candle and your sigil sort of in your line of sight on your altar or on your table space or whatever. Because we're going to be working on clearing and releasing, um, it's most beneficial if you face south. South is the direction of release. North is the opposite. North is the direction of increase. So if you're trying to really release and, and, and clear something, you want to face south. So you can find, you have an app on your phone, you can figure out which direction that is. And you're going to set this up and you're going to set up the candle and you're going to set up your sigil in your sight. Now, if you have the modern mystic candle, this is not the full moon candle, but this little sticker is going to be the sigil. And so you can't help but to have it in your line of sight, both things. Pretty genius. Most people don't actually know that they are ritual tools. They're like, oh, it smells nice. It does smell nice as well. Then you're going to try your best to get yourself into a trance. You're going to trance yourself out. You're going to get to a place. So I would recommend sitting comfortably. Oh, no, did I lose you guys? Hold on. No. Um, You're going to get yourself to sit comfortably. You're going to look into the flame of the candle. The sigil will be sort of in front of it in your view. You don't just stare at the sigil. At this point, it's more important to stare into the flame. And you're going to say... um, this thing over and over again. You're going to say, I release, I restore, I renew. While you gaze into the flame, I release, I restore, I renew. I release, I restore, I renew. You're going to say this over and over again, as you stare into the flame to get yourself in a hypnotic trance. And then as you do this over and over again, you're going to feel the energy shifting in your physical body so all of the feelings we're going to focus on generating the opposite of what you what you've written in your candle so if it's lack if it's fear if it's whatever you're going to as you say this i release i restore i renew you're going to start generating that feeling in your body of whatever it is that, you're, that you'll feel on the other side that's the alchemy that's the transmutation going from the dark to the light and you're going to do this over and over again until, and this is where it's personal to each person, until you feel a shift. And this is where you're going to get into your own body and understand what's, what the sense is for you of when when the energetic shifts. So sometimes that could feel like, I'll give you some clues. It could feel like cold chills. If like you might get chills all of a sudden you might be able to take a deeper breath and feel like a sense of relief. You might notice that the negative thoughts in your head about this is stupid, I hate this, why am I doing this? There's a sense of peace and tranquility. You might have a sense of like what it actually feels like in your body to feel open and relaxed and expansive. And so sometimes you can sit there, you might have to sit there for an hour or more until you feel that shift. Sometimes you can do it within a matter of minutes I would not. We got nothing but time here, most of us. So I would not rush this process. I would sit through until you get that sense of a, of a shift. If you are a card reader, or you don't even have to be a card reader, but if you like to use cards at all, even if you're a novice, sometimes in ritual, when I feel like I've got the shift, I'll pull a card. To validate whether indeed I have felt that shift or not. So if it's a card that's like probably a harder energy card you got to keep going but if it's like the star card I know Ooh, I'm good right. Um. So whenever it is that you trust yourself to have the energetic shift then what you're gonna do is you're not gonna blow the candle out especially if it's one of these you're gonna let it burn entirely you're gonna take the contents including the sigil and you can burn it you can bury it outside um, someplace where it won't be disturbed Uh, if you if that's not possible, then you can, you know, burn it as ash and maybe discard it. Um, someone's asking if you're not a card reader, if you're not a card reader, you're just going to have to, I mean, most people are not card readers. So it's, it's, you just have to have that sense of knowing that, that, that knowing in your body that you'll feel the shift. Like it is palpable. It feels like you're in a hot summer day and you're sweating your ass off. And then all of a sudden you've plunged into a cool pool of water. And it's like ah, that relief. I mean, something. I'm trying to think of ways to explain it. Um, And that's the shift you're looking for. When you feel that shift, um, you can close your your you know close the ritual. You can you can bow. You can say thank you. Whatever feels good to you. And then leave the candle burning. So if you've got one of these candles, it can be burning for like a day or two. So you can put it in a place where we're all at home now. So you can keep an eye on it. Um, Or you could like sit it on a you know, sit it in a little bowl of water in case it would fall over, or stick it in the sink or a bathtub. Um, if it's impossible for you to keep it burning, um, you can blow it out, but then I would relight it in the morning with that generating that same feeling. Like if you don't want it, I would, I would keep relighting it. Um, but it's best if you can keep it burning all the way through. Um, and that way you're not sort of like extinguishing your, your intention. Someone's asking a question here. Is there a time limit to bury the candle and sigil? I would say like as soon as possible, but you know, if you forget, (laughs) you can come back and do it. Um, I wouldn't say a limit. It's just, we want to, um, you can actually, I mean, there's many ways you can do it. You can throw the remains in a river. Um, but we're not really at, you know, having a lot of river access these days. Um, Just be respectful and mindful of how you discard the 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 tools. I would say so. Good to see you guys. Um, What other? So if you do have a question about this specific meditation, you guys are welcome to ask. um, If you want to unmute yourself, if you have a specific question on this, before I get into the whole other thing. Okay. So we have. So someone's asking a chat question. So we have to burn the candle all the way. It is preferable that you burn the candle all the way. If you cannot, I have mine from today. So like if you're using a spell candle, um,
1: it'll just like leave like a little puddle,
0: you know, like it'll just leave, or sometimes it'll evaporate completely as if it was never there. Um, if you're burning one of these candles, like a regular candle, I would, yeah, why not? Unless, unless you're afraid of fire safety, you know, then then you can do it what you think is best. Um, if you're surrounded by concrete, how else can you discard it? Um, you can discard it by burning the candle. You can't burn it. I mean, you can, I guess, oh yeah, you guys are using glass. You could recycle it. I mean, (laughs) I guess you could get rid of it however you'd like to just, I, I guess I would say, uh, discard it and out of the house. So like if you have an outside trash can, instead of keeping it in with all of your goods, you can maybe wrap it up respectfully or discard it in the recycling Um, the chant again is, um, for Alexandra, I release, I restore, I renew. I release, I restore, I renew. Um, what about the crystal inside the full moon candle? Bury that too. You can keep the crystal. You can keep the crystal. The crystal we put in there is clear quartz. It's an amplifier. So it'll amplify your intentions. You can keep the crystal if you'd like. Can you put it in a big potted plant?
1: Sure. I don't
0: know. Um, Do we discard the paper only or the paper and the wax? The paper and the wax is discarded. Do you have to be able to see the moon? You do not. Is there any specific candle to use for a spell candle or does any candle work? Diana, oh, Diana's the goddess of the moon and she's asking a question. Um, The moon goddess for, anyway. Um, I think white can be used for any spell and it can be substituted for any um, any spell work that you want to do. So if you have a white candle, that's awesome. Um, because we're in quarantine, I've been pretty lenient on like what kinds of candles we can be using. So whatever you've got your hands on. I chose to use black today uh, because I wanted to, to me, black helps remove blocks. And so since we are carving in, it's like removing the, the dark energy. And I, I, to me, my psyche thinks black to, to do that. Yes, you do, you do, use the paper. Yes, you can
1: use a tea light candle. Any last questions? Um, okay. All right. So I'm curious
0: to see, we've got a hundred participants. I think it's the max that can be here. So my question to you, so next, if there's no more questions, oh, there's another, there's another question real quick. Do I need something to carve or can it be mental? You need to carve it it's like a, it's a, it's a visceral physical experience that you want to carve into the candle, into the top or into the sides. So that's really part of the exercise is, is the transfer of energy and the tran and the actual carving. So yes, do we have to do this meditation every day? No, This is a one-time meditation that is, uh, a one-time ritual really, um, that has a meditative trance in it, uh, specifically for the full moon. You don't have to do it every day. If you're relighting your candle though, I would maybe generate that feeling and I would maybe do a couple of rounds. If, you, if, if it's saying I release, I restore, I renew will kind of walk you back into the energy of the ritual, then maybe you can do that. Is there a better to bury or burn the sigil or both a good, are both an option? I would, I would trust yourself with what you prefer. I don't think there's like a better or worse necessarily, Carrie. Um, can we do it with multiple people in the room? I alone, I would recommend doing this alone. Um, someone was asking if you do it in a group, um, I would do this ritual alone. <coughs> okay. Do you bury the glass from the glass color candle? I know that's the thing. If you've got like a seven day candle, I think you can recycle it. If you've got a throwaway candle, then you can bury the wax. Um, someone has a friend that wants to join. I'm sorry that there's a cap I, there I, in my wildest imagination. I did not think hundred people or more would want to join me tonight. So I'm sorry. Um, so if your friends are trying to get in, I'm going to try to record the audio and put it out on our podcast channel. Um, if we read cards, do we do that after we felt the energy shift? I, I was saying you can use the cards as sort of a check-in to where the energy is at the moment. What's the channel? Wait, where do we carve again the candle? Um, You carve all over the candle. So any kind of candle
1: that you have, if there's an access point to carve, you're going to carve on it. So these, you can carve anywhere. This, you would carve on the top. Um, And what do we carve? You carve the feelings that you're trying to clear at this
0: time into the candle, and then the wax is going to have it help with the transmutation of of the dark to the light. Okay. Great questions, great session everybody. All right, so now why we're really here whether you knew it or not, your spirit knew it and it brought you here. So this would be a great time uh, for anyone that does not want to be doing this next thing to pop off and maybe other people would pop on um, no no shade either way. okay. Great. Thanks for hanging in there, guys. Okay. So here's the deal. Oh, one person dropped off. Okay, great. Maybe someone else will pop on. So before um, I started, you know, doing the shop and all this stuff, um, primarily I was, um, oh, there's no, yes, if you're pregnant, you can still be here. Someone asks, is there a reason why if I'm pregnant? Yes, you're welcome to be here. Um, I did, I do a healing modality that I would guess less than a thousand people on earth actually know how to do it. Um, it's called the reunion process. It was founded by someone who he's from the UK, but he's based in Atlanta, Georgia. And it's one of those modalities that you have to get certified, and you it takes you about a year and a half to get certified with this modality. And when I was sitting in our med, in the process today of this meditation to get prepared for you guys, this specific facilitation came to mind like very strongly. And I have to say, it is the most rare facilitation so you can see this book just to give you a little bit of a frame of reference this book is full of facilitations and things that can it could be anything in this book and then in each each section there are all of these like quadrants that you can see where it could be like oh I mean this is a big ass magical book and I, because I've been doing this work for I've been certified in this probably for 12 years or so, and I've done thousands of sessions and I've only hit this one facilitation in all of my years of work one time. And the fact that it came to me in this vision and I remembered it exactly what it was called and exactly what it was. And that is what we needed to do tonight. I was, I was all in. So here's the work that we're going to be doing tonight. And I don't know how long it will take. It'll probably, it could be probably 10, 15 minutes once we get into it, but I'm going to go into explaining it just so that you guys know what we're doing. In this book, most of the work that you do is on behalf of yourself or your lineage or a past life where you are working on clearing the energy from this space, but there are a few, a few that are on behalf of the entire collective, and this is called a collective progression. There's only one page in this whole book that has one facilitation that's a collective progression, and that is the vision that I had today. I'm going to read from this book to try to explain to you guys what a collective progression is, just because sometimes it helps the mind to understand what we're working on. So a collective progression, I'm going to read how he wrote it, and then I'm going to translate. It represents cosmological collectives of collectives. So a collective of a collective. So if you think about our solar system as a collective and then the universe as a collective of collectives, that's the scale in which we're going to be doing energy work today, which is pretty amazing. Um, that define our fo- the four vessels of our existence. So if you can imagine like your being being contained in four different ways, um, inherited life forms in the physical universe. So this is ourselves in the physical universe um, referred to culturally as our souls. So our souls in this universe is one. Our broader selves as, um, sorry, I can't read it how he says it because it's too confusing. Okay, so there's us, there's our, so we're working on a soul level. We're working on our soul in the way that it engages with the collective in this universe or solar system. And then how our soul is related to the larger universe and um, all the universes that ever exist, basically, and the ways in which our souls have duplicated in total love across infinity. So that's what we're no big deal. We're just we're just working with infinity here. And then what we're doing is we're gonna be clearing up by clearing away our own entrapping conceptual limitations on these four levels, we are gonna be released back to our true nature as causative creators. So this, causative creators, so this means that the work that we're doing to clear our own entrapment of limitation based on some of these fears of the cards that I pulled today, by clearing that on our behalf, we are then clearing it on our soul's behalf, our solar system, so to speak,'s behalf, and the universe's behalf. So basically every direction for eternity, we're going to be helping free all of those beings, all of those souls and all that, that y'all up for that? It's like a big work. (laughs) I mean, I can't even believe that this came to me to do. Okay. And so, um, I'm going to walk you through how we're going to do it and then we're going to do it together. I can't believe only one person jumped off. You guys are awesome. Okay. So what we're going to do is I'm going to guide you through a facilitation. It's going to feel like a meditation, but we're going to do what is called an imagination event. So I'm going to guide you through what you're going to be visualizing. And then what we're going to visualize are small and large groups of semi-transparent spheres caught in your body Or in your auric field or in your energy field, any way that which way you see it, they look kind of like clusters of grapes if they were made of bubbles, clear bubbles, right? And so um, we're gonna take time and we've gotta take time to make sure that every one of these is cleared off of our our systems. Um, What you're gonna do is, and I'll guide you through it, but just to set those expectations, we're gonna pulse these with light flares. And every time one pops, You're going to cascade your entire, I don't want to remind you, but cascade your entire energy field with unending love and unending beauty. So that's the grace that we're going to cultivate. That's a transmutation. And then we're going to feel the sense of gratitude and lightness as they release. Then we're going to let this light expand out of your field into other groups of beings. So we're going to, and we're going to keep push well, after we take care of ourselves, we're going to push it out into, the, let's say, the earth, and then let's say to the equivalent of our solar system, and then to the universe. And we're going to keep doing this until we feel this release. I don't know, we could do it in a minute. We could do it in an hour. We're going to see how long this takes. But this is like, I just want to tell you, like, this is very, very generous work that you're doing that the work that you're doing is going to help you and your physical body um, and your your energy field and your evolution and your upgrade. But this is like we're really doing this on behalf of those who can't or on behalf of those who don't know, on behalf of beings and maybe constellations and solar systems we've never even heard of or thought about. Discard it, souls. I mean, we could be freeing the whole planet tonight. We don't know. But we're in this full moon, and there's a reason why this came to me at the time. There's a reason why y'all are jumping on. So we're going to try to do this. <laughs> y'all into it? I can't tell. Some of you are smiling, and some of you guys are like, like kind of look like, what the fuck? Which <laughs> is totally normal. Okay. So if you can get yourself into a space... <sighs> I have this light on because I'm going to probably turn this. Let's see how dark it gets. Okay, that's okay. So if you guys can get yourself comfortable, and we're going to get into it. And there might be a little something that I do at the end too. We're going to see how, how it feels. I just have to, you know, that shift. And this is good experience. So if you guys are going to go ahead and also do the full moon ritual, which I do recommend that you do, every time one of these pop or after you pop enough of them, you're going to sense that feeling. Of release, and that's a similar feeling that you're going to get when you tip over from the dark to the light feelings, uh, or it, you know, with the with the candle ritual. So you're actually going to get a practice in discerning of like when energy gets released and shifts in this collective practice that we're going to be doing together today. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to start with something that's called alpha breathing. Oh, do we do the full moon medit- ritual the same? No, this has nothing to do with the full moon. Now I will say. If you would like to light your candle and gaze into the candle as we do this as a way to get in a hypnotic state, you are welcome to do so. It's not part of how this is traditionally done. Or you can just close your eyes. I'll probably close my eyes. We're gonna do alpha breathing. Alpha breathing actually is a way to breathe that um, enhances the alpha brain waves. So you're gonna keep your head straight and you're gonna have your eyes open at first. And when you inhale, you're gonna look up with your eyes. When you exhale, you're gonna look down with your eyes. And you're gonna do this for several cycles of breath until your eyes wanna close naturally. So inhale, up with the eyes. Exhale, down with the eyes. Inhale, look up with the eyes. Exhale, look down. Inhale, look up with the eyes only. Exhale, look down. Inhale, look up with the eyes. Exhale, look down. Inhale, look up. Until your eyes naturally wanna close. So if your eyes are closed already, that's great. We're just gonna continue this a little longer so that everyone has the opportunity to close their eyes naturally. Let's do just a few more cycles, inhale, look up. Exhale, look down. Okay, so even if your eyes aren't closed, make this be the last round and gently close your eyes. Now allow yourself to get a visual or a sensation of your physical body. Bring your awareness to your physical body first before we get started with this. Feel your physical body. And see if in your mind's eye, some may be able to and some may not, if you can sort of see almost like a hologram of your physical body in your mind's eye. If you can't, that's quite all right. Just go with the feeling in your physical body. Next, I want you to bring your awareness to your auric field, your energy field. Maybe at first starts just a few inches outside of your physical body. then see if you can expand your awareness to maybe a foot, maybe two, maybe 10. I want you to get awareness as to your personal energy field and the boundary of that in this moment. And see it and feel it and sense it as an extension of your physical body. Now, You're gonna bring your attention to any small or large groups of semi-transparent fields caught inside first your physical body. So you're gonna scan your physical body and it could be out on your skin, it could be in your organs, it could be anywhere. There could be just one at a time. You could see or sense them all at once. There's no right or wrong way. This is how your system is gonna process this. If you can't see in your mind's eye, get a feeling of a sensation that you would like cleared and maybe your body is communicating in a sensory way. You're gonna trust yourself and trust whatever you see or feel. And when you find your first cluster of these semi-transparent clusters, you're gonna blast it and you're gonna pulse them into light flares. And when you break them open, you're gonna be flooded with a sense of unending love and unending beauty. And as soon as you hit one, you're gonna go for the next, and go for the next one. And we're gonna take our time with this and just scan your physical body and pulse it with light and feel the release of unending love and unending beauty. Find the next one. Blast it. It Can almost feel like a video game where you're seeking the enemy and then blasting them with love and light. You can bring your attention to both the back and the front of your physical body. Find the cluster, pulse it with light, feel the release, move to the next. There might be just a few or there might be a whole lot. It's okay no matter how it appears to you. Maybe you can spot a few at a time and blast them all at once. Maybe you can try that. See if you can feel what's most important is if you can feel the shift each time you find one.
1: Keep inhaling, keep your breath, and keep
0: scanning your physical body. Now, when you feel ready and you don't have to move quickly at all, you can then start to sense into your auric field. Make sure you are aware of all sides, all directions, above your head, below your feet, and start scanning. You can scan your auric field for these clusters, and you're going to
1: pulse them with this liquid white light of grace with unending love and unending beauty. Maybe when you blast it, you might see them cascade.
0: and might feel like water bursts out of them. Trust
1: your imagination. This is an imagination event that is actually very real. Seek the next one pop the bubbles, the next, the next. If any of them feel stuck, like when you try to blast them with this light, they're not
0: really nudging, command it internally. Just say break or clear or whatever word internally and use your will and your force
1: just to burst it. Just burst these bubbles these clusters. We're gonna keep going. I keep testing, I keep doing this muscle testing, so we need to keep going longer. So maybe in your imagination,
0: or in your mind's eye, or in your body, you can ask them all to reveal themselves at once. And from your center of your being, you're going to radiate this light powerfully, expanding into your entire auric field, cleansing through every cell of your physical body. This light can course through your your veins and just push through, cycle through your organs. And they all start bursting at once and
1: the sense of relief and release is washed over you. You call on, if you feel like it, your angels, your guides,
0: your ancestors. We can get them all to start popping and releasing
1: these clusters. You might feel a temperature shift. You might feel like you get cold or suddenly hot. All is okay. However, you're physically experiencing this. Perfect. In this one last effort,
0: we're going to all work together and we're going to just push so much radiating light that every single last bubble for all of us is burst instantly and our whole bodies, our whole systems, our whole auras, are overcome
1: with this light of grace, this liquid light of unending love and unending beauty. When you get a sense of that feeling in your body, you're gonna tap your
0: third eye three times. Tap, tap, tap right in your forehead to ground that feeling into your body you can take your time, we're gonna still go, it's great. All right, now we're going to expand. With your eyes continue to be closed, we're gonna expand this light out of your field and you're gonna flare away any further groups of beings trapped there on the edge of your aura. So if you can imagine sort of expanding your aura to encompass the earth, And any sort of beings, you can wash over your neighborhood and then wash over the state. And we're going to push this vibration and this energy of unending love and unending beauty. And as it rolls across this globe, you're going to sense or see or feel these bursts of these bubbles. We're going to burst them on behalf of everyone. And with every bubble that is burst, a soul is free,
1: a being is free a part of them is coming alive and awake and is elevated. It might be animals,
0: it might be critters, it might be human beings, it might be ancestors from long before that still roamed the land. With our intention, with our focus, and
1: with this grace that is channeled through us, we are freeing every last one of them. We've got to keep pushing a little longer. we got to hold our focus a little stronger. We've got to use our sense of command in this moment.
0: Every being on this planet is touched by this grace that you are holding. Any of these bubbles or clusters are released from them, and they are experiencing unending love, and unending grace. It's great. So when you get a sense of reaching this globe, you can tap three times. One, two, three. Ground that in. That's wonderful. Good job, guys. Okay, now this is where it gets off map, off world, other world. We're going to push this out into our solar system. In your mind's eye, we're going to push this out beyond the moon to the furthest reaching planets that we can imagine. And you could see it might even be just like popping of this release of these clusters everywhere as far as we can push. And we are infinite multidimensional beings. And so we can actually, we're actually traveling to these places and we are sending them this unending light and this unending beauty and love. See if you can feel in your body the sense of release and the sense of gratitude from all of these freed beings and souls.
1: Feel their gratitude for you for this beautiful work. And now, next, we're going to expand it into the furthest reaching aspects of the universe through infinity.
0: Getting in touch, by getting in touch with your infinite nature, you are impacting and sending this unending love and light and beauty. And you can feel the echoes at the furthest reaching parts of the solarism of the galaxy of any dimension, all dimensions,
1: breathe a collective sigh of relief as they are freed from these clusters And as they experience for themselves this unending love and unending beauty,
0: feel their gratitude towards you because this planet Earth is one, if not the only, one of the only places beings can experience love and grace. We are giving this gift of love and grace as a transmutational tool to any being in any dimension, frontwards and backwards in all time space. Now you take it back to a micro micro level to yourself.
1: Feel the shift, the relief, the release. Feel coursing through your veins, maybe
0: pouring over your head like a waterfall, this elation and this elevation of unending love and unending beauty. Feel your physical body opening, your energy field opening to receive
1: the transmission of gratitude, of unity, of oneness from all directions and all beings and all space and time who are
0: so grateful for this very generous work that you're doing. Feel them surrounding you,
1: clapping for you, cheering you on, elevating you as you have elevated them. (laughs) Take a big inhale and a big exhale.
0: You can tap your third eye three times, one, two, three. And when you are ready, this might feel weird, but we're gonna clap our hands and we're gonna cheer, actually, this is part of it. (laughs) You're gonna clap your hands in celebration for the work that you did, for the being that that you felt. Okay, and whenever you're ready, you can open
1: your eyes. (laughs) Okay. So that's really why we
0: came today (laughs) is, okay. So here's how this works. So you, you've had the shift, you've transmuted it through your physical body, through your orc field and out. Like you guys went really far out there. And so with this particular modality, There, It takes a lot of the processing happens for the work that you do in your sleep cycles. And so so this specific, usually I've got a test to see, I use muscle testing to see how many sleeps it will take to fully integrate. But this is one of the rare ones that actually says processing 10 sleep cycles. So you're going to be processing these 10s for 10 sleep cycles. So this might mean that you have more vivid dreams than usual. This might mean that um, you uh, feel extra sensitive emotionally. Um, I would recommend that you drink just like after a massage, drink lots of water. If you want to take a salt bath, if you want to be easy on yourself, um, it, your body and your system is going to sort of clear out and dump sort of your, your, the unconscious so that your and your physical symptoms are, are going to sort of help detox so that your physical body can match the energy vibration that you were just sitting in. And so you can keep and hold that new, that new energy. Um, I've literally only done this one other time in my life. I feel like very uh, grateful to be able to guide you through this process. Usually you do a whole energy session and it it goes on for a while, but I was just guided to do this one facilitation with you guys for the collective, it's a collective progression. So the work that we did was to progress the collective, which is really cool. Um, I would love to, if you guys have any questions about what we just did, if you had, if you wanted to share your experience in any sort of way, um, I would love to open the forum, uh, to hear from you guys. If you'd like, you can either, oh, chills and goosebumps. Is there some way you can buy the book? No, you cannot buy the book. So this book is a training manual. It comes with, um, the There's not words in it that you would read. It's not like a book that you would read, but the book comes with the certification and is the primary tool for this. Um, Someone felt very buzzy and they had to lay down. That's normal. Uh, I've had a bit of tension in my upper back. Uh, Can I explain your tension? I cannot. I don't know what the tension is for. But if you'd like to, so if you guys, I will say this. Let's just say I was pacing faster than you were and you didn't feel complete. You can go back and guide yourself through it. What I was doing throughout this is uh, this modality deals with muscle testing. So you can, um, I learned how to muscle test and um, it's the main way that I'm guided through this book. And so as we were going, I I was muscle testing to see as a group if we were ready to move on. Um, that could be that some people might not have been ready to move on, but the group energy was ready to move forward. So if you feel any physical ailments or stuck places, or if you felt like you didn't get that shift, I would recommend just, uh, when we jump off this call, sitting there a little bit longer and guiding yourself through any sort of residual. But I will say that's not 100% necessary because I pushed it out for all of us. So I was like working it for for you as well. Um, okay. So I'm going, everyone's chatting. Does anyone want to actually speak? I would love to hear your voice. Okay. So they're asking a couple of things. Okay. Let me go through some of these chat questions. And if anyone wants to jump in, uh, absolutely. Um, chills and goosebumps by the book. No, um, cool wind. Oh, someone felt a wind or a breeze, but they were indoors. Someone had to lay down. That's totally normal. Um, Lightheaded and crying. Oh, well, crying is great because that's an emotional release. Okay. So here's something that I could recommend for you guys. Uh, When you get off the call, uh, eat chocolate or eat something that's like earthy or grounding, but chocolate's a really good one. Um, I would eat something like, even if it's junk food, like get in your, get back in your body and eat something. Um, You can put a little, drink a little salt water if you wanted. Um, someone got sweaty, that's normal. Buzzing and weepy. I love that you guys are weepy because it's like very good It's a good sign. Um they could someone could hear the beings of gratitude, that was awesome. Yeah, someone got had a change in temperature, that's totally normal. Woozy, I would say, um, eat something uh or get in a get in a salt bath. Buzzed is awesome, really happy is great, tingly, tears. I love that you guys were having this tiered peace hands tingly. That was wonderful. Oh, great. Um, can you do this every day? This is a very specific, I, I, this is sort of against the rules to just do one part of this It's usually part of a whole session, but I'm like, I felt called. So we're doing it not against the rules, but, um, yeah, I'm sure you could try to do it every day. I, I probably wouldn't though, because this is a massive energetic movement and you're gonna be processing all the time. If it takes 10 days to process, I wouldn't do this again for another 10 days. I would let your psyche process and I would only do it once every 10 days, but you're always gonna be in some sort of processing. Um, Fantastic, amazing journey, thank you, Casey. Face felt numb and tingly, wept, aw. Felt some shifts in time and dimension. So I will say, I don't know what exactly is going on for sure. But I have noticed in this quarantine period that the days and times are going by very fast. I'll wake up and then it's 7 p.m. I don't know if you guys are having this experience. There's something happening with what I call vertical time. And like the time and space, that's a little uh, d- different. So I've also been listening to some channelers that are saying that we're actually in a 3D, 5D transition. So we're used to being in the 3D. The 4D is time. But we won't get and then the five d is sort of the ascension, and that we're in a simultaneous reality where sometimes we're in three d as people sometimes we're five d sometimes you could go and notice that someone's having a three d experience or a five d experience, so it's very easy to go in and out of the dimensions uh when we were doing this it is I don't know for sure, but it's possible that it's sort of like an astral travel kind of situation um so Time and space is is very different right now. And I don't know that it'll ever be the same. Um, what is the name of the practice? Oh, the, the name of this, uh, is called the reunion process. If you go to his website, it's like so old school. It's like a very, very old man. He is not tech savvy at all. It is not impressive. Um, but you can check it out. I don't know if he's still certifying people. It's been a while. um, Eyes were watery, tingly, um, breeze, that's great. Vibration from the cool air, uh, powerful chills. This is so great, overwhelming. I'm so glad you guys are here. Um vivid visuals of leaders both on earth and across many universes. That's awesome, Alex. <laughs> we'll have a whole nother talk about other universes and beings at some point. You know what I love about this quarantine for me is like, I'm always in such a work mode. This used to be all of my life was doing these sort of energy sessions and just tarot reading and meditating and channeling. And that was all I did. And then when we moved into the business, took off so much, I do this a lot less. And now I'm very grateful, even though it was chaotic to like get back to my roots um, the days are going by fast. Can we replay? I was late. I'm going to try to sell, send the audio out. Um, very vivid dreams more than often. Awesome. Gratitude. Yay. Just trying to think coughing at various points. Okay. Thirsty. So drink lots of water. Does anyone want to jump on and like physically like speak a question or experience or we're all being very, uh, we're all t- chatting. That's fine. If you, anyone has anything to say, you can, um, so I'm going to do something just real quick. Um, someone's just taking it all in. I'm just going to do like a, I, so this modality has a mudra. So I'm just going to close it just do our closing mudra with us just to make sure that our energy is closed for this. We are closed. Oh, and the tapping on the forehead. So in this modality, we generate the transmutational feeling. So like the higher, like the epiphany, they call it a breakout epiphany, the feeling of epiphany. And so when you tap in the third eye, tap, 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 it grounds it into the body uh, because you're having this sort of experience and it grounds into the body. And um, in our book, there's a few times in our ritual work where we say like tap your forehead three times. Um, The days are going fast, dreaming like crazy, ringing in ears. Interesting. Picking up on someone. This is really interesting. Um, So our energy has closed. Um. I'm trying to think of a way to keep up with you guys. If you, okay, here's, uh, here's the deal. I'm not checking my emails regularly, but if anyone has any freaky things going on, um, you can email me at Kelly, K-E-L-E-Y at Modern Mystic Tarot. I'm going to send these emails to my tarot address. Um, I might not get back to you super quickly because we're kind of in hibernation mode and I'm trying not to be so compulsive with the email. Um, but if you have any weird questions, like any, anything unusual happen, please feel free. Message me. It is like again. It's totally normal if you have diarrhea, if you get a headache, if you feel more emotional than usual, if you have vivid dreams, if you're having temperature changes. This, all of that, is completely in the realm of normal. I would say anything that you're experiencing is probably is is normal. Nothing to be aware, like freaked out about. But people didn't do this. Uh, just have never done this before. What were the bubbles supposed to represent? um I'm not sure. It doesn't say what the bubbles represent. They just say. Um, well, actually, yeah, they do. They say it's entrap. It represents the entrapment of conceptual limitations on the vessel of of whatever these uh, beings are, and then it releases you back to your true nature as causative, causative creators. So basically, we're freeing people from or, or beings from their limitations. Oh, thanks um, for putting that in there, Alex. My email address. Um, and since you guys came, I used to do remote healing sessions every week with this book. And I would come up and people would sign up. So maybe if you guys are into it, I might do some remote healings during the break so that you can benefit from this without, um, in, a, in a different way. But we'll see. I don't want to overpromise. I'm the worst at that. <laughs> I'm not overpromising. Can I write that in here? Yeah. Okay. I closed the book. What's that noise? Is that me? That's no, Alex. Paul, Alexandra. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, let me type it in here. Oh,
1: wait, so I was gonna ask a question, but oh, then of course, <laughs> so um first off, yeah, it definitely felt like a reset button. Yay! Like just hitting that and just being like, cool, back to square one energetically for a nice. few things. Um, but I guess the question would be one thing that I found really interesting was. I got really quickly to the you know world stage but it was like as soon as bubbles were popping Mm -hmm. more would take their place yeah until everyone got to the world place like you were specifically saying think that that oh interesting just like I thought it was cool that it was like that was my experience. If it was just me in this specific spot, yeah. but when everyone got there, it was like, it completely reset everything.
0: That's cool. Because we were doing it as a collective, right? right? We're at different stages. And that's cool. That's really neat. I'm just typing really quick. Um
1: clearing our entrapping. Uh, what does it say? Concept limitations, and releasing that. oh, release, I'm
0: sorry, I'm, I'm typing slow because I feel the pressure. <laughs> going back to our true nature as, does anyone know what the word causative, I'm going to have to look that up, because Creator. And I'm pretty sure I spelled that wrong. So just there we go. I'm sure there's many words spelled wrong. I see Alex now. Hey girl. <laughs> um all right. Well thanks for joining. That was this I need to do more of this stuff, but that was really cool. Feeling dizzy and nauseous. Okay, Gina, drink water, eat chocolate, lay down. It's okay. It'll pass. It'll totally pass. Wow. All right, that means you did good work. I mean, it means you did good work no matter what. But if you're having physical symptoms, that means that like your body is processing what we did, which is great too.
1: All right, guys. Sorry before we go. Oh, yeah, please. You said vivid dreams. Does that mean just um, vivid, or does that mean possibly nightmares, or?
0: It could. It, it shows up in different ways for different people. Um, sometimes it's nightmare ish, but it's just vivid, like usually realistic. And it's whatever it's, everything that's happening is either your physical body or your psyche dumping. It's like, that, that's what's happening. It's sort of like we've opened up. We're just like, so do, I wouldn't like when with your dreams in particular, I wouldn't analyze them. I wouldn't connect back into the energy of them. It's as, it's, it's as if your brain is vomiting basically. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't like worry about it. It's like purging.
1: Okay. okay. Thank you.
0: Oh, someone said, put a ruby under your pillow to help you get psychic attacks. Great. <laughs> That's awesome. And I hope you guys didn't mind this instead of the full moon, but I promise you this is like 50 times more powerful than the full moon. I mean, the full moon meditation is great, but this is like next, this is next level cosmic shit. It's awesome. So thank you. All right. Um, send the audio out. Um, I'm going to send the audio through our podcast channel. So it's Sunday School at Modern Mystic Shop and to probably, I'll try
1: to do it in the next day or two to send it out that way. Bye y'all. Anything else? We're good. Bye y'all are sweetest. Thank you. (laughs)